Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweller since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Happy holidays, everyone, from us, the Murder Hobros. Um, well, welcome to episode three. There's a few things I'm going to quickly uh, keep you up to date with. Firstly, in today's episode, um, I'm not making all of the music uh, in this one. I made some of it. I think you'll hear some Haunted House theme music. That was me. But um, to keep the pace up, because uh, I, I have a full-time job, uh, I'm using some copyright-free music. So uh, you will also hear in this episode uh, some music called Brave Soul, which um, is from royalty-free zone, no copyright music, royalty-free zone. So um, I didn't make that one, and it's wicked, and you will hear it in in the episode. I'm still I'm still getting used to how this is working. Uh, I'm, I'm it's really interesting, and really cool to see people are listening to this all, all around the world as well. Um, the format might change. For instance, um, there's some spoilers combat in this episode. And the thing that I love about Dungeons and Dragons is that the combat is is tactical and uh, detailed, and you can jump right into these microscopic details every six seconds. Uh, I'm not sure how that works for a podcast, though. So I'm going to keep uh, the combat in this episode as we played it. In future, I might be thinking about streamlining it even more. Um, let me know what you think. You can tweet at us at Murder Hobros, or you can tweet directly to me at Lil Power, L-I-L-P-O-W-E-R. I'd be really curious to see what you think because, um, you know, I want this to be snappy. I want this this to be a fun, engaging podcast that you can pick up and you can enjoy. And I don't I don't know how that's going to work. Um, I, what else do I need to say? Um, I don't know, not much more. I hope you enjoy the episode. Previously on the last episode, if you can't remember, um, well, the team made their way to the haunted house. And now they're going to explore inside. Hope you enjoy. read you uh, the house exterior again to set the scene and then you can tell me what you want to do from there the uh, the decrepit house sits on the highest ground in the area around it a stone wall has crumbled in many places exposing the interior grounds an ornate metal gate lies open at the end of the road swaying slightly in the wind wild flora grows throughout the inner yard but all the years cannot hide the evidence of a well-tended garden that once sat here. Near the house, the rotted wooden roof of a water well rises out of the tall grass. So it's, I'm going to say it's starting to rain. It's just spitting at the minute, but looking up, you can see that there are a lot of grey clouds and the day's overcast and it looks like it's about to throw it down. You've got the... Um, You've got the front door in front of you, and 
what do you want to do? Go in, I guess. I will go up to the door, see if it's locked. It is not locked. Okay, I hope. Did did one of you do a check, for, like an evil check? I did, yeah. I uh, channeled divinity. Okay, well, I did a divine sense. I don't know how long that lasts. It just says as an action, I can detect it. So I guess it's over now. Six seconds, I'd have thought then. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I sensed that there was something to the right, did you say? It was like upper uh, floor to it, the right. In the house, right, possibly upper floor. Uh, it's h- hard for you to tell. You feel that it was there was definitely a ping that sort of side of the house. Yeah. Do you want to go in? Yes, Gil. I need to go in to find Gil out. Gil knocks. <laughs> no response. Don't think anyone's home. I like the knocking sound. <laughs> I just opened the door. I tried that, Blades. The front door opens onto a musty, dirty entrance hall. To your left, a corridor leads into uh, the west wing of the house. The walls are bare and bits of smashed furniture lie upon the floor. Ahead of you, another corridor leads towards the rear of the house. A staircase on the eastern wall climbs to the next story. Reaching it at a balcony, that overlooks the entrance hall along its north and west sides. The stairs appear safe to climb, though the balcony rail is broken in several places. Under the stairs, at the north end of the hall, a third corridor leads east. Okay, well, I try to go towards the where I felt the ping. Uh, Gil will call out, Hello? Any, anyone home? No response. So if you see on the first floor of the map, you can put your character up on the stairs there if you want. Uh, sure. Uh, Gil will give uh, Blades a quizzical look, kind of wondering whether we're going or... I'll, I'll just point in the direction of the stairs. All right, then. I'm not really a big fan of stairs. Um, and I'll kind of bumble my way up. And I'll, I'll just follow behind. <coughs> okay, Nick S, where do you want to be? Uh, you can control your character and move him around. We're not in combat or anything, so don't worry. So, where where was the? So I sit top right, right, or around that? Yeah, it was that. It was definitely that sort of way. You you got something. So I'll move to the corridor here, and okay, try and. Well, in this corridor, you can see that there are three windows. Um, two of them have got. Well, there's no glass. They've been shuttered up and they're badly shuttered. Some of them are broken, exposed to the elements and bits of rain are starting to kind of spit in. Uh, there is a lot of mold yeah. because of this. And there are three doors on your right down this corridor leading to what you can assume are relatively small rooms. Okay, uh, I go to the first room. Okay, do you open it? Sure, yeah, okay. The door opens. Easy enough. The bedroom has no furniture, but rubbish is scattered everywhere, and webs cover the walls and the ceiling. From the doorway, you can see a glint of light in the fireplace from a small, highly reflective object. Oh, okay. Um, Sure, I'll go see what the object is. Move your character for me. (laughs) Okay. To the fireplace. Is that the fireplace? Or? There seems to, there's a, That's the yeah. fireplace. There seems to be a small crystal bauble. Uh, something something like it inside the fireplace. You'd have to get it out and really have a proper look at it. Okay. What do I do? Do I do a... Uh, you, well, I will say you can make an investigation check as you start to pick this up. But as soon as you reach and touch it... Yeah. Well... <laughs> two two swarms of spiders just descend from the fireplace uh, and they will go to attack you. Let's roll some initiative. 
13. Jesus Christ, did I not 20 that? You must have done. 18. No, I did not 20 that. Sorry, I'm back if anyone asked anything. Uh, can you roll initiative for me, please, mate? As these swarm of spiders just come out uh, en masse from the fireplace and start to swarm at Nikas. Yeah, that sums Gil up perfectly, that one. Brilliant. Swarm's going first. You might need to add yourself to the uh, initiative track there. Ah, you didn't click your token. Seven to hit, Nikas. Miss. Five to hit. <laughs> Miss. Both of these swarms start to crawl all over your body, and they are ineffectively just swarming at you en masse. In the corridor, around the staircase, Blades, you can hear a fracker of some form in the room. I'm going to go running in. What is that measurement? Yeah, I might as well get in the room. Go there. Okay, I guess that ends your turn. Nikas, covered in spiders, what would you like to do? <laughs> I would like to attack the bottom ones, please. What, go yourself? The bottom so 11 to hit misses they're very hard to get um, a single hit off of you just swing your glaive wildly and uh, you don't really connect I am the oral of the game okay so I'm gonna move to here still staying in both those pieces yeah Gil over to you where's everyone going <laughs> Oh, you will. Uh, and Gil will kind of plunder up the, uh, like, lumber up the stairs. Um, I guess I'll get kind of double move into the doorway and kind of. They don't look very nice. Uh, and I'll step into the doorway, uh, kind of pulling my harpoon off my back, wondering how the hell I'm gonna harpoon a tiny spider. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Uh, both of these are going to still continue to bite you, Nikas. Go for it. Uh, 10. Miss. 11. Miss. They are just swarming all over you, but you are taking no damage. They can't get through your armor that you've brought from under the sea with you. Nothing. Back to that blades. Okay, I'll move in, and then I will do... Uh, a little sneak attack with my rapier. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That hits. Alright. These are not as effective to hurt with a, a rapier as you would hope, but you definitely manage to, like, just you just slash through at them, and uh, you, you, you manage to chop the legs and the abdomen up of about five of them in this swarm. There is still a sizable swarm there, though. So 13 this was, by the way. Did you, did you add... Oh, yeah, and sneak attack damage, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so, so the first one's 10 piercing, and then the three is the 1d6 uh, sneak attack. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Because I was wondering where the 1d6 was, but it's the three. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you, you, you managed to slash a, a good chunk of these... But they're, they're, they're still like, um, there's still over half a swarm there. But you've dropped some. Anything else you want to do? Yeah, that's it for now. Nikas. I will attack that swarm that just went to half. So, just. 10! A, gla a glaive is not a good weapon no. to attack a swarm of spiders. And you start are starting very quickly to realize that as you swing again and you take a notch out of some of the wood of the fireplace. Uh, sill and um, no spiders get hit. Unbelievable. Gil kind of turns his harpoon, like holding it upright, <laughs> ready to like launch at one of these spiders, and then kind of just questions himself for a second. Uh, he 180s over the harpoon and just starts smashing and mashing the ground with the butt end of it. Nice. Uh, trying to mash him in. So I'm, I'm guessing I'm going to take some reduced damage than the, the pointy end, but. Roll to hit. Uh, 14. You do hit. Roll damage. I'm going to say regular. Uh, that's going to be... What? 14. Yeah. 2d6. 14 points of Jesus damage. Christ. 
Oh, wow. Harpoon's a harpoon is 2c6? 2d6, yeah. Jesus. That's what me and Josh have agreed. Oh, nice. Turn, it turns out that um, Gil is an adept spider swatter. <laughs> and he just gets in this room, and this plodding, gentle giant suddenly has a little bit of speed in combat. And he's just like, it's like whack-a-mole, except these are spiders being splattered all over the floor. The swarm's still... That swarm is the other one. It's still over half full, but it's taking some damage. And that swarm, go for it. Uh, the, the paste is delicious on rice. <laughs> that swarm goes to get you, Gil, and that yeah, it's <laughs> pathetic. It, it's, it, it, they kind of like to and fro between the two targets, and they make no progress as a swarm. The other one is going for you, uh, Nick Cass, and again, they're ineffective against your armor. This is just frustrating more than anything. Uh, blades. Uh, I will go again. That hits. Roll damage. That swarm that you've attacked, that you've focused your attentions on, is now it's under half strength. You've substantially reduced the swarm's effectiveness. Jesus. And that was uh, pretty good. How much health does a swarm of spiders have? <laughs> they basically have one hit point each. These uh, oh. how many spiders? I'll tell you exactly. That swarm's got eight spiders left in it. The other swarm has fifteen spiders in it. I don't think it's, eight spiders. I don't think counts as a swarm. They're just like it's a, a half swarm, a small they, gang. <laughs> they uh, they don't do as much damage as a, a half boy swarm. band and some dancers. Exactly. Nikas. I will attack. What's that? Um... Nah, I'm not Seventeen to hit. Oh, you hit. Roll damage. Twelve. There are two spiders left in that swarm as you just get the angle right finally and cleave level with the tops of them and you just just decimate them. Nice. There's two left in that swarm. Gil, what are you doing? There is a bigger swarm in front of you. Fifteen spiders. Two. Do we want to kill these ones as well? All of them, Gil. All of them. Can we not just... Alright. Um, and then he'll just go back to mashing wildly. Um, this time he kind of adds a bit of rhythm to his attacks. So it's a delightful drum harmony. Uh, 19 versus AC. Yeah, damage. Uh, 11. They're gonna die. They're there are five spiders left as you are systematically bludgeoning them and smashing them into mush with just twitching legs left on the on the floor. Spiders go. There's five. I'm going to go for you again, Gil, with a reduced attack now as they're under half. 17 to hit. That is my AC. That hits. You take four points of piercing damage as their tiny fangs start to penetrate into the unprotected green skin of your arms. Gil kind of lets out a girlish scream. Ah! The others are still not bothering Nikas. And it is Blades go. Uh, so which which one's got which mounted? So the one to the south have two spiders. The one to your east have five I'll spiders. The one to the east. And I'll do another one. Ooh, a nine. Ooh, uh... That is not going to do it. You uh, swing, and there's just too many bodies around them. You have to like make sure you don't swing and catch your teammates. And as a result, you compromise your accuracy and miss them. Nikas. I will attack once more. 23. There we go. Those are the numbers. Hits. Roll damage. 8. That is an easy mush. One swarm neutralized. Gil, can you finish him off? Five spiders. So a little bit more angrily now, kind of maybe using the the end of the harpoon as a club rather than kind of just mashing down directly with the tip of it. Um, 19 versus AC. Yep, damage. Jeez. Uh, ignore, the, ignore the crit. Yeah. Um, so 13 uh, points. Describe your uh, your kill. Uh, I imagine there's, there's no kind of, like there's a bit of malice to the attack, but once he realises they're all dead... Uh, he pulls out a small dagger from uh, all the bundles and bags off his back and just scrapes away this uh, massacated spider uh, and puts it in a little bag. 
Some more for you if you want. You may add 67 experience points each. 67. And Nikas, you may make an investigation check. One second. To examine the bauble. 101. Oh, sorry. Third of the way to level two? I guess. <laughs> right, investigation. Mm. I have a minus one. 12. It's pretty good. So... What you picked out of the fireplace is a flat-bottomed crystal orb. It's incredibly pleasant to look at and tactilely satisfying to hold, but ultimately neither particularly valuable or useful. You reckon you could flog it for about five silver pieces if you wish to log that. Five silver pieces, crystal ball. Uh, that's my dog moving a bass guitar. As you study this trinket, while examine it, while examining it, you realize, probably through similarity to items you may have seen in your home, that it might be part of a set of similar crystals used as counterweights in alchemical work. You, you're fairly certain you've seen this sort of thing in your advanced culture under the sea. Nice. Okay. I pocket. What do you guys want to do? That's pretty. What's, what's that for? It's... Uh... It's an alchemical bubble. It's used... Uh, was it used for? Do we know? Do I know? Like, I yeah, you'd know that... Um, you think it's a set of... It's part of a set of similar crystals that are used in ca as counterweights in alchemical work. There's a strong link to alchemy. It's an instrument. You're fairly certain of that but for alchemy. I'll give it to Gil. It's pretty, thank you. No worries. Will, will Michael want it back? Will who want it back? Instead of Michael's balls. It's it's Michael's balls? That's what you just said. Yeah. Al alchemical. Alchemical. <laughs> Did I say Michael? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that went over his head. And Nikas's head. Wow, this is not a bright team. <laughs> fucking Gil is clever. What's <laughs> see about? <laughs> He's assuming that you was talking aloud in character and saying alchemical trinket of some form. You know, you told me it was. You said an Gil doesn't fucking understand what alchemical means. He thinks you said Michael. It's Michael's ball. Gotcha, gotcha. I leave the room. I'm tired of this. <laughs> Show me where you're going. I'm going to the second room. So you keep working your way down the corridor. Wait, where are you going? To find the other Michael's ball. There's usually two. <laughs> I've got to the second room. Uh, okay. Like Gilla walked down this way a little bit of the uh, like corridor. Michael! <laughs> Michael! You can see plenty of doors down that way, Gil. I'll, I'll get to here before. Stop. You've Fuck. done something. Cool. Of course you fucking have. As Gil is calling Michael and heading down the corridor, he crashes through the the balcony. He's too I'm, heavy for it. I'm pretty fucking hefty as well. I'm yeah, like 450. Make a deck saving throw. Right. Um, I can't imagine this is going to be high. I am proficient, weirdly. 19. Oh my god. Nice. This is amazing. So as Gil plods and heavily walks down the corridor shouting out Michael. There's this horrible creak and crash as the ceiling or the, the floor of this level, the ceiling of the level below, creaks and completely gives out under the, the quite substantial weight of this turtle. Surprisingly, Gil is quick to react and he throws himself forward and prevents himself from falling down below. The balcony has collapsed. There's about a seven foot wide gap that Gil has just launched himself across. And he is now separated from the party. Uh, can I see anything down here? Like if I yeah, look it's, the, the it's, the, it's basically the level below you. So if you look at the ground floor map, that it's, oh, it's the just top into end the of landing the, area. the entry, yeah, from, from there, about 10 foot down. So, you know, that's a, a D6 damage if you'd have taken it. Be all right. 
surprisingly nimble, the big guy. Just leaps easily across and finds himself at the other side, separated by you guys oh, by I'm seven foot gap. Uh, so, uh, what's, which evil are you going to choose? What's his yeah. name again? Oh, Gil. Gil, yeah, Gil I'm and Nick. I don't know. I don't know the fish man. All right, so let's do this piece by piece. Fishman, what are you doing? Fishman is going to see that they're all right and that Sound of Blades is going to help him. I look into the second room. The door opens easily enough and the room appears to be another dirty, decaying bedroom without furniture. Even viewed from the doorway, it's evident that the floor in here does not look safe. Some of the floorboards are missing and others are partially dislodged. Specifically, the eastern side of the room looks warped. You can spot that with your lug holes for free. Right. Lug holes it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. With your eye holes as well. <laughs> your peepers. Your peepers, thanks. Spot it with your peepers. Peepers right. and penises. So, is there anything in here that... There's a window. Um, well, that's about it. It's very empty. It's mouldy. It's got a warped floor. It's taken some severe damage. There's plaster pulled off of the walls and clumped around the floor. The ceiling sags a little bit too. Right. Okay. Can I do it? There's a good. There's a good window seemingly open to the elements. Question: Should you drink a beer hmm. that has got? bits in it that look like herbs <laughs> does it I've, I've taste already it. tasted it before I knew there were bits in it yeah it tastes pretty tastes good tastes good I don't know what the bits are yeah that'd be right <laughs> case closed it's probably vegan can I, oh Jesus can I uh, do another divine sense please you can just to see if it whatever I felt was in this room or the next. Did you just have a vague direction? Yeah, I just upper yeah. right. That's it. So now this goes to two. Yeah. You uh, you ping and something's discombobulated your senses because you realize it was definitely this side of the house, but maybe there was there's some sort of mystical interference or something, but it's down, like hard down. Like Oh, like base below ground floor down. Basement down, okay. Yeah. And there is a definite ping, but it's faint. It's very much towards the edges of your of your reach. Okay. Just for the halibut, as they say, can I go to the third room and just see what's in there? Who says, <laughs> who says that? Who says that? Fish people. Fish people say that. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even get that. You can, but I'm going to go yeah. to the other two first. So, this. Blades and Gil, what <laughs> are you guys doing? Just to see. What's, what's going on? You can see down below. Uh, it's 10 foot down. It's a drop that doesn't look pleasant, especially because it looks like your land's now on the broken uh, wooden panels and, and bits that have crashed down below. Some of it looks sharp. The corridor is old. There is very old stained wooden flooring. There is patches of mold. There is plaster just peeling off of the of the walls. There is a distinct moldy smell coming from these corridors. And it's just a dampness. With these shutters open and with the season, this, this building has taken some severe damp damage amongst other signs of huge neglect. I'm just gonna I'm gonna leap across the the gap. You can move eight foot, mate. That's seven foot. You can clear it. Oh, I don't sweet. even have to roll for it. For the hell of it, just to see if you balls it, just roll a d20 and don't nut on it. Oh, you said it now. 19. You're good. With effortless grace, you parkour a little bit as well on off of the wall and make, make the same side as Gil. You are on the western side of the house. So hold down there. Uh, and I'll, I'll kind of. Uh, which one's got the like the most breeze? 
The most breeze is probably coming from the western side. There's two very open windows. Um, yeah, I'll wander down this way. Uh, I'll kind of wander to this door uh, unless uh, Sound of Blades is doing anything. No, I'll I'm kind, kind of, of just trailing you because you scare the shit out of me. I'll just kind of carefully, like a lumbering oaf in this, like, I imagine it's quite a small corridor, not really designed for having a massive shell on your back. It's probably claustrophobic for you. It's not really claustrophobic. I just, I don't really notice, and I'm just always banging into things. <laughs> you definitely uh, scratch some of the plaster off the wall. Cool. Uh, and then I'll open up this door. Hello. So what you see is uh, another mouldering bedroom. What was once a fine master bedroom now stands decayed. Some of the floorboards are missing, and there is rubbish scattered around. A tall wooden wardrobe stands against the wall opposite the fireplace. Its door closed. It's quite homey in here. Um, Michael? <laughs> Any reply or anything? No response. I'm happy to carry on. Um, I'll give you guys one more go, and I'll go back to Nikas. So um, tell me what you want to do. Uh, I'll wander to this final door. I'll have a kind of. I will while I'm here. I'll, I'll look out this window and admire whatever's outside. So this that view is landward facing. You can see the cliff face starting to recede into the distance. You're definitely at the peak of it, and it's grey. It's now fully raining, and bits of rain splash and splatter off of the broken panels of the window and and kind of like hit onto your body. It's cool. It's refreshing. Right, I'll open this door. Okay. Another decrepit bedroom. Rubbish is scattered around what was once a fine guest bedroom. There is evidence of rodent infestation and webs hang in the corners. A four-poster bed stands against the wall opposite the fireplace. Its woodwork is worm-ridden and the curtains that once screened the bed are torn and stained. There is no bed linen, but the bed is mostly intact. There's a nice bed in there, Blaze. Comfy. <laughs> I forgot he can't speak properly, no. can he? I think that's all you're going to get. So, I'm going to go back to Nikas. Nikas, what are you doing? I'm going to try and open this door. Uh, this door's locked. This is the first door you've seen here that's locked. But, make a perception check for me. Perception. Please, let me have something in Perception. Perception, Wisdom, yay! Eleven! You see a glint in the corner, not too far away from the door, going towards the window at the edge of this corridor. There's a there's a key, just lying on the floor. Okay, that's not suspicious at all, so I, I get the key and try out the door. Okay, it opens and clicks, and you get the strange tactile sensation that this door is smooth as you like, almost like it's been recently oiled. And it clicks and opens, and the door opens in front of you. In the southeast corner of this decayed room, this decayed bedroom, lies a man. He is alive, though bound and gagged. He is clad only in undergarments, and appears to have no weapons or equipment. As with the previous room, there is a sagging of the flooring. It looks damaged heavily on the left-hand side of the room. It doesn't look like the left-hand side of the room would be a great place to be standing. Like, it might not support weight. And that's very obvious just from seeing it. I go, holy shit, there is a Michael. And then I slowly, carefully try and walk towards Michael. And uh, you do. And you just hear, like, this muffled... Mm. Oh, fuck, he's French. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I, uh, you know, I can see, what is this? A sagging floor was on the, the uh, west side of the room, right? The dark, the uh, dark. Yeah. So I go to yeah. the east side of the room trying to yeah. carefully, carefully walk towards. His eyes are bugging out and um, he's kind of like, Nodding his head, trying to get you to come closer and to, you would assume, to release him. Okay, I get my dagger out and I unshackle him. And as, he, as soon as his hands are free, he pulls his, uh, the, the gag away from his mouth. He's, oh my, 
Oh, thank you so much. I, I thought, thought I, was, I thought I was dead. No, uh, that's no problem at all. What are you doing in a haunted house? Uh, someone. Well, I was looking to sleep. Uh, I've hit, I've hit some hard times, and well, I broke in and tried to sleep here last night, and well. Someone, some, some, someone's jumped me. Someone's, someone's, someone's bashed me uh, in the head, and he kind of like rubs the back of his head. They bashed me good, and I woke up like this with my undergarments and a banging head. What the? What are you? I'm a Triton, the defender of the seas. Do, do you not know of me? What is a triton? Does none of this place have books? Surely songs, bards, sing of our... Never mind. A triton is a defender of the sea. We stop leviathans and krakens and things from the deep trying to kill this world. What are, what, what, what okay. are you? What, what are you? I'm a, I'm a human. Uh... Bit of a vagabond, really. Need some. Needed needed some food. Needed some shelter. It's quite tough sleeping rough out here, especially if the. Well, he looked out of the window, especially if it's raining like this. Is your name Michael? No, my name's Ned. Michael, it is. Let's let's get you out of here. Ned, <laughs> Ned, Ned Shakeshaft is. <laughs> Shakeshaft. I have to put that in it. He sighs. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's Ned Shake Shaft. Alright, Ned. Let's get you out of here. Uh, thanks. What, what should I call you? Nickass will do. Nickass. Thanks. Uh, you've now got a... You've caught a wild Ned Shake Shaft. <laughs> I tell him uh, where the stairs are and how to get out of the house. Uh, he looks at you and says, no. I got jumped. I, I, you're big. You look strong. You're green, but you, you helped me out. I'm I'm sticking with you. Do as you will. It's, it's your own fate. So I then try and go down the corridor very, very gently because I saw Gil <laughs> make a hole. So <laughs> I try. Ned. Ned follows. Um, What's the rules on? And he. On throwing people. <laughs> Athletics check. Okay, so I, can I, I look at Ned as like, can you make that jump? Ned looks at you and uh, I'm going to see if Ned can. He nods. He's like, yeah, I got this. On you go. Really? And he gets a run up and launches himself across. He skids a little bit on his knees and kind of like combat rolls. Then he looks up and sees a Kenku and a Tortle and he panics instantly, turns back to look at you and he says, are these your friends? Yeah, that's Gil and that's the sound of blades. One second, I'll be right there. And I jump the... Roll a d20, just don't want it. Rolling a d20, not wanting it. Five. (laughs) It's not graceful, but you do it. You're across. Hello. Uh, hi. I'm, I'm Ned. Who, who, who are you two? I'm Gil. I don't live here. Hi, Gil. Um, this is Sound of Blades. Name Blades. Hi, hi Blades. Uh, Ned. I'm Ned. Hello, Ned. Is this your house? Should we draw this leave? Uh, I was hoping it would be my house for a night. I um, I got I got jumped and I woke up bound and gagged in a room. Uh, if it's okay with you guys, I don't want to be on my own just yet. I got also I don't want to walk back to town like this. And he's in like you can it's undergarments. I've got some stuff here. Um, have you seen any clothes or anything lying lying around that someone may have confiscated? Hang on. Um, I'll pull a, like a sack off my back 
Uh, it's literally a, a grain sack, and I'll cut two armholes and a neck hole. There you uh, go. I, I, I might wait. I think my bits might be this way. And he points off towards the north end of this floor. All right, beggars. Beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Right, if I need it, I'll take it, but I'm going to hold out what, hope for a little bit longer. What would your clothes look like? Were they fancy? Just not really. Uh, I didn't have much money, but they they were homely. All right, then. Well, we, we can go have a look. You, you seen anyone round here? No, I haven't seen anyone. Just a creepy old house that I was going to tuck myself in and sleep. So you went to sleep and you woke up? Well, yeah, there was just fighting. It was so quick. There was some shakes in the dark and I was assaulted. What shapes could... were they? Like squares? They're big, big shapes. They're not squares. Like physical presences. Where, where'd you go to sleep? There's a bed in there. Uh, yeah, th- th- this room. And he, sh- the, the, the one, this one, the one with the bed in. Like, uh, it wasn't comfortable, but I took caught up in a room in the corner and woke up to some things just hitting me. And he rubs the back of his head again. They, they must have brained me, cold cocked me out. Oh, fancy having a nap in that one myself. Look quite comfy. I've slept worse. Do you, do you mind if we see if we can find my clothes? Did I have pillows? No. Uh, let let's let's no. search the room for your clothes. I don't like seeing this. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's pretty chill. <laughs> I I then go to this room. Okay. Uh, do you want to open the door? Yeah, sure. Damp mould covers portions of the walls and ceiling in this large bedroom, and rubbish is strewn liberally around the floor. In the centre is a single mattress that has been badly torn, from which stuffing protrudes. Under the window sits a large wooden chest, the timbers split and its lid closed. I've always wanted to fight a mimic, so okay, I'll go to the chest, see what's inside. (laughs) Okay, uh, it's it's kind of hanging open. Inside is a pile of mouldy ragged clothing in styles that would never in fashion there is absolutely nothing of value uh, a bundle of just documents is also in there uh, the pages are just fully rotted and stained uh, any meaning substance that could be discerned has been lost long ago Ned, do you close yours uh, no but better than a sack uh, I'll keep trying I guess alright if Go to the next room. Okay. I'm assuming you guys are yeah. all together roughly? Yeah. Tell me if you're doing anything different. Uh, and I'm assuming you're opening sure. this door. This room appears to have been used for storage. A large, ill-made oak chest stands under the window. Its lid closed. Elsewhere in the room lie three broken wooden chairs, two splintered wooden buckets, and a mildewed sack. Just inside the door is a heap of clothing. These garments have collected little dust, appearing to have been placed here only recently. Ned? As soon as... These are my clothes. Yes! Uh, I'm going to put these on. Don't... Just turn your backs. Well, you've seen it already. And he just starts putting his clothes on. And uh, he's, he's smiling a little bit. It doesn't take him long to get dressed. Whilst he's doing that, what are you guys doing? Can we see what's down the corridor? Uh, yeah, this, you'd have to go there to, to see more, but it looks like it continues into staircases. I, I tell everyone, I did, I sense the evil is in this house, but it's below us, either in the, so we need to go there to get rid of this haunting. Well, if, if, if he said that he went to have a little nap and... They tried to beat him up. Well, they did beat him up by the looks of him. Can we not have a little lay down in that bed? I've, I've never found a bed big enough for me before. I'll, I'll sleep on straw. Go on, Gil. I'd like to try it out. Try it. See if it's big enough for you. All right. Uh, and I'll wander back into this room. Uh, the bed looks like it will fit you. Um... Uh, random question. Is the bed made? 
no, there's no linen or anything on it. It's basically a, a, just a, a bed. There is like a, I can't remember if I said there was a mattress or not. So we'll say there was a mattress, but there is no linen. It's just a, a, a an old, tatty, rotting mattress. And it looks like there is mouse poop all over it. Uh, Gil will kind of turn his shell towards, like, turn his back to it and, and just kind of sit on the mattress for a second to just feel what it's like. It's definitely a different sensation to straw. Obviously not the highest quality of beds now, but there could be some real comfort in sleeping in the bed. Uh, Gil will kind of try and take the weight off his feet and, and, and lay down on this bed. He'll make this opportunity if he can. Make a deck save, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just having a lay down. Uh, natural 20. <laughs> As all turtles know, rolling onto your back can prevent, can provide some challenges in regards to getting back up again. <laughs> and you roll onto your back and your center of balance goes right to your back and your arms and legs flail for a second in midair. And then you realize this is comfortable and you tense your core muscles and f- swing all the way back up, panic over. You, you're, you're fine. Learn, you've learned that lesson before, Gil. Always go to your side <laughs> first. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll then roll side on. Okay. And it's, it's, it's comfy. It's real comfy. 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 word. Comfy. Yep. It's real comfy. Uh, and what Gil will do is he'll close his eyes for a good ten seconds, and then he'll open them really quickly, trying to catch anyone trying to boff him over the head. There's Can nobody try and catch there. Catch someone on your head. Jesus. There's strangely the peaceful sound of rain just pitter pattering. It's kind of hitting the windowsill outside and and the outside of of the shutters that are in this room. It's uh, I'll, nice. I'll I'll yell for the others. Guys, this is really comfy. Come get in. I'll come back and then there were two in the bed. <laughs> Ned looks at Nickass and then kind of like shrugs his shoulders and follows uh, and he says you, you, you guys look kind of tough but you know you, this, this, there's some weird stuff going on in this house I didn't touch him hmm? <laughs> Jesus Christ just laying here they don't really make beds for turtles turtles uh, yeah, I guess not. Beds are made for fellas like you. I don't know whether I was dreaming, whether it was real, but I, I heard some horrible sounds. Do, where did the shadows up. come from? Did they come from the door? Sh- uh, yeah. Yeah, the shapes came from the door. I think. I, I don't know. It was from that side of the room, but I was in the corner opposite the door. But you didn't sleep in the bed? No, there's rat droppings in it. Yeah, but like rats sleep in the straw with me. Yeah. Well, they eat each my to his own. Each to his own, that girl. I just sh- All right, well. I just shout, guys, we are on mission. <laughs> we have stuff. I'm going to jump back to you very quickly, Nick, as you poked your head around the top corridor corner. Uh, along the north wall of this area, a staircase descends to the ground floor of the rear of the house. The tread appears to be the treads appear to be loose and perilous. Another staircase along the east wall climbs to the upper level. The stair has mostly collapsed. Only the lowest six steps remain intact and there is no easy access to the hole in the ceiling to where the staircase used to lead. A heap of rotten timbers lies in the northeast corner. How far is the ceiling? About ten foot high. How tall is Gil? Um, I do have it written down somewhere. I think. Won't be far off, I guess. It's pretty big. He's a he's a hefty. He's got to be upwards of six, I'd have thought, just off the top of my imaginary head. I think I said five foot eleven. Okay. Gil, can you come here for a second? I need your help. Why? Well, um, yeah. Okay. Uh. And they will kind of, it will be 
pretty painful watching him get out of bed. He oh. ta- takes three attempts. He's like a proper old man. He needs a rise and recline bed if you've ever seen anyone need one. Uh, and he'll kind of hop himself up on his feet and he'll look back at the bed and kind of sigh. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he'll kind of wander around. What is it? We need to get up onto the into that hole. Which hole? This yeah. one. And Gil will kind of just go by him and kind of just reach up to the hole with his hands. No got... jump, just reaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, d- I, d- I don't think I can reach it. Let me have a little run up. Uh, can I? Let's fucking try this. Can I try and jump for it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. This big old 14. <sighs> All right. On a 14, you are heavy. You are solid. Your run is quite slow. But somehow you manage to leap through the air and crash. You definitely take a couple more steps out as you just plow <laughs> through them. Uh, you're solid mass of body muscle uh shell just smashes through taking three steps straight out clattering around you but your hands do manage to reach the top the next step is pulling oneself up but you have got your hands up onto the top level i then try and help him from underneath to try and push him up into the (laughs) into the hole with advantage make one more athletics check i got this athletics do it Eight, 18. Ten. Oh, 18, sorry, yeah, 18. With uh, Nikas taking a huge chunk of your weight, you suddenly realise how heavy this guy is. But you are you are muscular, girl, and you managed to get yourself up. So, as, as Gil uh, gets into the attic space, we'll leave it there for this week. We'll have another podcast coming for you in two weeks' time. And uh, until then, have a happy holiday. If you like the show, please support it. Um, you can uh, rate us on your iTunes or, or whatever uh, application you're using to, um, to to listen to it. Um, and pass the word if you're enjoying it. We want to grow this. We want this to be something that we can take further forward. Have a good holiday, everyone. See you in two weeks. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.